Welcome to Hope Reclaimed. On this podcast, we talk about lasting healing from divorce, trauma, and loss through Jesus Christ, because healing and true redemption have already been extended by a good God. Sometimes he's inviting us to partner with him and receive that healing for ourselves. My name is Ellie Hope Collins, and I'm the host of this podcast, founder of HopeReclaimedMinistries.com, and a coach for individuals healing from divorce, trauma, and loss. In 2016, I discovered my ex-husband's long-term affair, and I was totally broken. Although I was desperate for a restored marriage, that's not what happened. But it wasn't until I chose to go back to every restaurant, listen to every song, and relive every memory that reminded me of my marriage and truly surrender everything to God that I really began to live a reclaimed life. And I'm now on a mission to help men and women just like you see true and lasting healing through Jesus. Whether you're experiencing the painful effects of divorce, grieving the death of a spouse, or beginning to accept the loss of a dream, you're in the right place. Complete healing and restoration is possible. Welcome to Hope Reclaimed. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here today. We're continuing our series on motherhood, and today on the episode, I am just talking, you and me, we're going to be talking about renewing the mind and renewing the body. Man, this has been something deeply that the Lord is teaching me in this season. I had my daughter almost five months ago, which is crazy, by the way. And man, in this process right now, he is teaching me so much about renewing my mind, focusing on what is good, honorable, beautiful, and really just taking my eyes off of my circumstances. And I believe that this is a message that so many people need, not just in the postpartum season, but really in life in general, this is an opportunity to just be refined, to to be the people that the Lord wants us to be. So I'm so excited to talk with you guys about this. This is just going to be kind of sharing from my own experience and in this, what the Lord's teaching me in that. So if you haven't listened to the podcast from last my my last podcast, please go and do that because I'm going to be building on to that episode. In that episode, I share Jonah's birth story and kind of the, just the raw emotions of that process. It was really emotional. And then I talk about the struggle that breastfeeding has been for me and her. It's been just a, a, yeah, it's been a hard time. And um, and I didn't have a lot of that expectation. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about body image. I'm going to talk about renewing the mind and body in, um, in every season of life, but particularly in what that's looked like for me in this season. So stick around. Let's do it. I'm really excited to, to dive into this. Kind of just some context to this. Um, my pregnancy was actually really easy with Jonah. Um, she was my first pregnancy and, um, and I had a kind of an easy time. I'm really grateful. Um, I wasn't sick. I really just kind of, kind of the first trimester was real. I was really tired and then it just wasn't really that big of a deal. It was hard to see my body changing a bit, but I knew that was a part of it. And I didn't really struggle with, with that so much of seeing my body change. Um, there were moments where, where it was like, what, well, this is really strange <laughs> because um, I, I have in the past struggled with disordered eating and body dysmorphia. And I talk about that in, um, in some episodes of this podcast too. But for the most part, the pregnancy wasn't that bad. And, um, 
And once I had Jonah, though, there was really a rub for me that my body isn't my own. So in in having her grow in me, that didn't feel that weird. (laughs) But it wasn't until she was born that, um, that I really felt like, man, my body isn't my own. I did a lot of preparing for pregnancy and I did a lot of preparing for birth, but um, the preparation that I did for postpartum was very, I had a lot of open hands about it. I didn't have really expectations. Um, I really wanted to just be, you know, to go with the flow. Um, And so I didn't do a ton of research, but what I did do is I knew that for in terms of my physical health, that I would be focusing on being healthy and being um, being supportive of my daughter, of having a positive body image, um, really just just um, taking it slow. So not trying to bounce back or trying to fit into my pre-pregnancy clothes. Um, I really wanted to keep the pressure off in terms of physical health. I wanted to eat nutritious food and um, and really just focus on yeah, focus on on health and not being super fit because that wasn't realistic for me. So that was um, that was in terms of physical health, how I prepared in in terms of breastfeeding and preparing for postpartum. I knew that I was going to breastfeed and I didn't have any other option in that. Um, I knew that was just what it was going to be, that I was going to breastfeed. And if it was a struggle, then I would get help and I would make it happen for myself. For mental health in preparation for postpartum, I knew that I was at a higher risk for um, for things like postpartum depression and anxiety because I have struggled with that in the past. And so um, so I knew that that was something I needed to, you know, be kind of focused on and and kind of be on be on alert for. But I didn't really prepare in um, in concrete ways for how mentally challenging the postpartum season was going to be. And then for work in preparation for um, for meeting Jonah, for for hope reclaimed things and all of that, I really just wanted to figure it out as I went along. Um, I wanted to get back to work. I wanted to keep doing podcasts and keep doing coaching and all of it. Um, and so I really wanted to get going back um, after Jonah was born, but I wasn't exactly sure what that was going to look like, what it was going to be. So I had open hands with it. So preparation for postpartum was open hands. <laughs> Just that picture of, um, well, we'll kind of see what happens. And um, except for breastfeeding, <laughs> except for breastfeeding, I had a very firm um, grip on um, my breastfeeding journey. And as you know, if you listen to the last um, episode, breastfeeding just didn't work for me. Um, it didn't work. Um, I really, as it wasn't working early on after she was born, I made it my job to fix the problem. I went to uh, lactation consultants. I I pumped six to eight times a day. Um, I was breastfeeding on demand. I was doing everything I could to try to work on my milk supply with, with Jonah. I was supplementing with, with vitamins and mother's milk tea and eating all of the oatmeal. <laughs> if you know, you know. Man, I was doing as much as I possibly could do to get my milk supply up for my daughter. And frustration 
set in in this you guys all I did was just sit on my couch and I I tried so hard to make this work on my own and um and I was just determined to do it but the frustration was really setting in my my I I was thinking man my body isn't doing what it's supposed to be doing first of all I had a c-section I was frustrated that my body couldn't do this natural thing of giving birth It couldn't do this natural process of opening up to allow Jonah to be born. And um, and if you listened to that episode, you would have known that I was in labor for a really long time (laughs) and um, and then her heart rate was dipping. And so they recommended that we get a C-section with her. So in the moment, I knew that's what that's what we needed to do. But looking back, as I was struggling with breastfeeding, I thought my body couldn't do it. And then when, you know, when I'm doing the supply and demand (laughs) um, breastfeeding thing with my daughter, it wasn't working either. And, And I just began to have a lot of anger towards my body. I began to to be very frustrated with why isn't my body working in the way that it's supposed to be working? So I would get anxious while breastfeeding or pumping. I would get frustrated that that um, I wasn't producing as much milk as I wanted to. And if you listened to the episode with Ashley Puller about um, postpartum and breastfeeding that we did a couple episodes back, anxiety is just the worst for your milk supply. We need to have oxytocin, which is a, a beautiful hormone that helps to release your, um, your milk. And it's a love hormone. And when we are experiencing anxiety... Man, everything just, it, it shuts down. And that's what was happening for me as well. I was just getting so frustrated. So what I would do is to try to avoid that. I, would, I, would, I was continuing to pump, but I would, I would turn on YouTube or I would watch a movie or I would scroll on the internet while I was pumping or breastfeeding Jonah um, because I didn't want to think about it. And, you know, maybe in the, in the short term that was helpful because I wasn't experiencing anxiety because I was I was just kind of avoiding but that's exactly what I was doing I was avoiding I was turning off the emotions trying to turn off the emotions and um, and pushing them down to to power through what I wanted to do which was to breastfeed and you know Jonah's Jonah's um, latch was great and which I'm very grateful for (laughs) but um but as we continued to, you know, have have bottles and um, continue, continued to feed her that way, um, she began to latch less and less um, onto my breast. And so now um, she doesn't breastfeed at all anymore. Um, there's been a couple times where she's, where she's latched on. We were doing kind of just in the morning. Um, but since then, she's, since, you know, the last few weeks, she's um, stopped that altogether. And that's been very, very hard for me. I'll be honest with you, this has been one of the biggest disappointments of my life, and I wasn't expecting that whatsoever. Um, you know, I, I, I went through a divorce. I went through some really, really challenging things. But, you know, in this process of wanting to meet the needs of my daughter, the Lord has deeply taught me about not avoiding and really just going to him. So man, yeah, I was I was really frustrated with my body with not with not doing what it was supposed to be doing. 
And just um, just a few weeks ago, I, I was getting out of the shower. And if you're a new mom, if you're a mom, um, you know, showers are rare. <laughs> and then if you're, if you are, you know, blessed enough, you can put her in a swing in your bathroom when you're taking a shower. And that's what I did. I put her in, I put her in the swing in the bathroom and I was getting out of the shower and I, I just looked at the mirror. I, lo- I was looking in the mirror and, um, I was frustrated and I, I looked frustrated and I said something, um, rude to myself um, about my body and I stopped and I thought oh my gosh I am being hard on my body in front of my daughter which is the last thing that I want to do as a mother to a to a daughter to a boy as well but I'm, I'm not a mom to a boy but particularly for my daughter I am called to support her to build her up not to teach her that her body is something to be ashamed of or that or that if she does not fit a certain size that she needs to be better <laughs> to to mold her body to be a certain shape that is not at all what i want to communicate to her and so i i just confessed right there and right then and there to the lord and to her she's you know only a few months old <laughs> she doesn't necessarily know what i'm doing but deeply I want to teach her to love herself, to love her body for what it does for her, not um, not for any other reason, not not for what it looks like, or, or or anything like that. But in this interaction, in just being frustrated with how I looked, I saw the root of the issue. I saw the root of the issue that I was frustrated with my body as a whole, and I wasn't practicing you know, love, <laughs> acceptance for my body. And, um, and that, go- that went beyond what I looked like, but it went deeper to how I was mad at myself, at my body for not being able to birth her <laughs> and not being able to breastfeed. And so in that interaction with the sh- in the shower, I knew I need to renew my mind. It is time for me to renew my mind. So as we know, in a process of healing, healing comes in layers, right? Healing comes in layers. God is so good because I, I believe fully that, um, man, we, he reveals what needs to be healed in time. If we would be completely, you know, if the Lord would just like yank us into place right away it would be so painful and it would be so hard. We as humans don't have the capacity for that. And um, and so the Lord reveals what needs to be healed in stages, I believe, in, in what we're able to handle. And so, you know, it's, it's been five years, right? Over five years since I discovered my ex-husband's affair. And in that time when I discovered his affair, I was so mad at my body at that time. I was so frustrated with how I looked and really blamed my body for um, betraying me and um, and really blamed my body for leading my ex-husband to have an affair, which is ridiculous when I say that, right? But gosh, you guys, it's so real. It's a very real experience to have this disdain for your body after betrayal. And 
the Lord led me through a big process of renewing my mind around that. Um, I, at that time, I struggled with disordered eating and exercise bulimia and uh, body dysmorphia. And through therapy and through renewing my mind, I really began to learn to love my body for what it, um, for what it was able to do for me, for, um, for being a vessel of the Holy Spirit, not just for um, what I looked like. That, that was really a process. It was really a process of doing that. And now, as I've been walking in this um, journey of postpartum and breastfeeding, that has been um, uprooted again. There has been another uh, wave, another layer of this healing that the Lord wants to do. And there's been moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, am I still, am I still, you know, here? Have I not been healed? But that's not true because, again, he reveals healing to us, for us in layers. And I was in a season of being, um, of, you know, entering a new level of healing and appreciation for what the Lord has given me. I want to bring to you a scripture that I love. This is Romans 12, 1 through 2. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Verse 2, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. These two verses are powerful. And you might be thinking, okay, so it's talking about your body and then it goes into your mind. What is that about? As people, as individuals, there is something called identity that is pivotal to the Christian life. It's pivotal to walking into our fullness in Christ. So kind of a a simplification of who we are is we are a spirit we have a soul and we live in a body. This can be an oversimplification because it is, it's extremely complex, but it is pivotal to understand this, that we are not our soul and we're not our body. Our soul is your mind, will, and emotions. We are a spirit. So when the Bible says, therefore, I have been crucified with Christ, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. That is saying that your spirit, your old spirit is dead. It's gone when we become a Christian and we become alive in Christ. So his spirit, his perfect, perfected God spirit is within us. So, all right, you're thinking, great, I'm a Christian, um, but why do I keep sinning? And why do I struggle with all these thoughts? And why do I hate my body? Well, that's your soul, that's your body, that's your mind, will, and emotions. And so as we are totally redeemed on the spirit level of who we are, we have to renew our soul. We have to renew our mind and remind ourselves that our bodies are living sacrifices to God. So the walking out of our faith is walking it out on the soul level and reminding our soul, our mind, will, and emotions that we are redeemed on the spirit level. All three are vitally important for our walk in this world, important for our healing, and they're all connected. 
So Third uh, John verse 2 says, as our bodies are in good health, so is our soul. This means that there's a connection. <laughs> there's a connection between the physical health of us as well as our souls and our spiritual health as well. So it is just pivotal that we understand that we're not our soul and we're not our body. One thing that in this in this journey that is this has taught me is I have been identifying with my body. I've said I am a failure when I am not a failure. Maybe my body hasn't been doing what it's supposed to be doing, but that's not me. I am not my body. And I have been experiencing depression and anxiety in this postpartum season, partially because of how I've been viewing my body, but also just the natural hormones, the baby blues have been very real and definitely something that I've been experiencing. And so in this time, I have been identifying with my body and been identifying with my soul, with my mind, will, and emotions. And, um, and that's not how I am choosing to live as a believer. I'm choosing to identify with my spirit, with, um, with the God-given spirit within me that um, I am no longer a sinner, <laughs> that I am a redeemed, reclaimed daughter of the King. And, um, and even though circumstances have not lined up in the way that I have wanted them to in terms of how I wanted to deliver my daughter and how I wanted to feed her. I am not a failure. God is so good to remind me of that. So as I've been breastfeeding and and working on that for myself, um, kind of in these last several months, I have been really trying all this time to just do it on my own. And the Lord in that time has been reminding me and, and inviting me to surrender to him, to refine my focus. And so even as I was breastfeeding and pumping and just like filling my mind with like trying to not think about how hard this is, <laughs> I was living in avoidance of the real issue that was at hand, which was the anger and frustration with my body. And so my goodness, <laughs> the Lord is so good to just bring us back to a place of equilibrium and reminding us reminding me of the beauty of his salvation, really. So back to Romans 12, 1 and 2, what Paul is talking about here is to offer our bodies as living sacrifices. He's saying, bring your body as worship to the Lord. Bring your body as worship to the Lord. So as I was, you know, really just dedicating my body <laughs> to be a milk machine for my daughter, he was inviting me to say, hey, why don't you just offer your body as worship to me? Why don't you surrender this time that you're feeding her and, and pumping to worship? And I wasn't doing that. That's okay. I have a lot of grace for myself and I've confessed that. But, um, but man, what a beautiful opportunity to just surrender that time um, when my body really isn't my own because I've been working to, to maintain a, a milk supply but how much more so is my body a temple for the Holy Spirit? That's, um, that's in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. It says, therefore, your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you. Have you received from God? You are not your own. You are bought with a price. Therefore, honor your, your God. Honor God with your bodies. 
beautiful, beautiful verse there, especially for, um, for mamas. Our bodies are not our own when we're growing our babies and when we're feeding them. So um, giving up the right to our bodies um, to the Lord in that time is a beautiful, true, and proper worship. So then back to Romans 12, 2, in verse verse 2, he says, um, Paul says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In this time, the Lord's inviting me to just focus on the beautiful things, to focus on on, um, what I can control, what I can surrender to the Lord in full worship, surrendering to him. Philippians 4, 5 through 9 says, Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Verse 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Oh my gosh, you guys, (laughs) this passage is so powerful. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, my goodness, the antidote to to anxiousness, to anxiety is be prayerful, have, you know, like present your needs, your desires to the Lord, and with thanksgiving, being thankful to the Lord that he is faithful to give us everything that we need. That is when the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That soul aspect of who you are will be guarded by the peace of the Lord when we pray and give our requests to the Lord with thanksgiving. And then what we can do is think about the good things. Think about the beautiful things. So so what this verse isn't doing is saying to ignore the issue. It is not saying to just power through and ignore it. It's saying, give your requests to the Lord. Be honest about how you're doing. Be honest about it and give it to the Lord with thanksgiving that he's faithful to do it. And the peace of the Lord will meet you there. And then where you can, what you can control is think about the beautiful things. Think about the um, the things of the Lord that are admirable. And, you know, take your focus off of the challenge. Whew. It's a powerful thing to do in renewing our minds. That is really how the Lord is calling us to renew our minds. And that's how the Lord is calling me to renew my mind in this season of life. So really, wherever you are, You guys, whether you're a mom, whether you're single, divorced, whatever, it's time to renew our minds and focus on the beauty of the Lord in whatever season you're in. No matter where you are, no matter um, the challenge or the, the, you know, the, the hurdle that you're facing in your life, nothing is beyond the redemptive power of Jesus. He's so faithful to meet us exactly where, where we are. 
So let's talk about the practicals of this. What does this actually look like for me? So for renewing my body, um, particularly around breastfeeding, um, like I said, breastfeeding isn't happening anymore, but pumping is. I am pumping um, five to six times a day with Jonah um, for about half an hour, and that's a long time. It's a lot of my time. It's a lot of my day, um, but I'm just very grateful that I continue that I can continue to do that because she's my only child, and um, and I just have the time to do it. So that time of pumping. Although I may watch something from time to time in that in that time or or browse on the internet, I really am thanking the Lord for that food. Um, I just think of you know the classic prayer at the around the dinner table. Thank you, Lord, for this food, and I am really working to thank the Lord for the food that I am able to create and and make for my daughter. It's a beautiful experience to be able to provide milk for her, and I'm thanking the Lord for that. That is a way that um, the Lord is inviting me to renew my body, um, to just thank him for that, and also renew my mind, too. <laughs> so it's all connected, like we said. But in that time, when I, when I am pumping, just reminding myself that this is a gift, being able to do this is a gift and um, my, my schedule allows for it and I'm just able to provide that. So I'm really grateful to the Lord for that. In terms of also my body, um, as I, you know, I've, I've been looking in the mirror, haven't, I'm not the same size as I was before I was pregnant and not able to fit in the same clothes that I was able to fit in. One thing that I've decided to do is just buy new pants, (laughs) to just invest in some new clothes. Um, And that takes the pressure off of trying to, you know, be the same size that I was before. And that's where I need to be right now. I've just been able to, you know what, I'm going to buy a couple pairs of pants that actually fit me. So the pressure isn't so on um, bouncing back, as it were. In terms of renewing my mind, this is a daily practice. And one of the biggest things that the Lord has been inviting me to do is to practice gratitude, to just thank him, to actually write down what I am grateful for. Um, I'm a big journaler, as I've said several times, um, and so I journal every day. And to just write down, what am I grateful for today? What are the things in my life that I can turn to the Lord and and thank him for. It might be really, really simple. It might be like, thank you, Lord, for my robe. (laughs) I love my bathrobe. And thank you, God, for that. Um, It might be really big. Thank you, Lord, for, for my apartment. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for my daughter. But really just getting down to the nitty gritty and thanking God for what we have and practicing gratitude is a incredibly important practice. I'm thanking the Lord for the milk, as I mentioned before, and um, and I'm thanking the Lord for the body that he did give me. And although I haven't been able to produce the milk that I wanted to produce, although I wasn't able to have the natural birth that the that, you know, the even the Lord had designed my body to have, I am able to practice gratitude for the body that I do have for the fact that my body is a beautiful temple of the Holy Spirit who resides within me. 
So this season has been struggling. It, you know, it's been a struggle, <laughs> as I mentioned. Momming is hard. No kidding. Um, I, I heard people say like being a being a parent is hard or being a mom is hard, particularly a stay stay at home mom. Oh my gosh. And you moms that work too, like, I don't know how you guys do it. But it's no it's no joke. <laughs> Parenting is tough. Um, it's mentally exhausting. Um, and it's so beautifully rewarding as well. So I am so grateful to God for this season. But the struggle is real. And the frustration is real. And in this in this time, I am just activating a new level of healing for my heart. And the Lord is reminding me of just the gifts that he has given me and the fact that he is with me in every season. So in this time, I'm able to just offer my body, offer my mind as a living sacrifice. And in that, I'm renewing my mind to um, to be conformed, not to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of my mind to the Lord. So I want to just encourage you all with that, wherever you are in this season of your life, whether it's parenthood or whatever, just, just know you're not alone in what you're going through. And surrendering your mind, surrendering your heart to the Lord is so, so beautiful and your body. <laughs> it's, it's your act of worship. I want to close from a passage from Isaiah, which says, he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is fixed on you because he trusts in you. That is so beautiful and so true. When we fix our mind on the Lord, he is faithful to keep us in perfect peace. So if you're struggling with mental health, with anxiety, depression, whatever it is, choose to fix your mind on the Lord, to offer your body as a living sacrifice, and he will keep you in perfect peace. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening to this series on motherhood. We have some great interviews coming coming along. I'm really excited about the next few weeks. Yeah, we're just going to continue talking about motherhood. Hope you're cool with that. But um, but in this season, it's just been so rewarding for me. Um, you know, the this podcast has really been so cathartic for me wherever I am in my in my season. It's been an, an opportunity for me to lean into to more healing, to lean into more learning for my season. And so I do hope that it is um, rewarding for you as well. If you are enjoying this podcast, would you consider giving financially to this podcast, to this ministry? Hope Reclaimed is, um, we're, we're a ministry. We really just want to give away what's been given to us. And so if this is resonating with you and you are able to give financially, would you consider doing that? We have a um, Patreon page, which um, is linked below um, in the, the show notes of this episode. So please consider giving if you are able. And if you are liking this, please like and subscribe to this podcast. Write a review because it really helps other people find this podcast. And um, share it with a friend on social media or wherever. And speaking of social media, would you go over to my Instagram page and like the Instagram page um, and give that a follow as well. My, my handle is hope underscore reclaimed uh, over there on Instagram. And I love hanging out over there and sharing some posts and things like that. So yeah, if you do that, that would be amazing. 
We love you guys so much. Thank you for being here and thank you for supporting this ministry. It um, really just makes it possible to continue. We love you so much and we'll see you next week.